Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen, wherever you may be listening to me from. This is your host, Jeffrey, and you are now tuned into The Spark. Thank you for tuning in. If you are new to the show, be sure to check me out on my other platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Google Plus and all the other social media platforms out there, ladies and gentlemen. You can find me under the handle of Internal Monarch. Now, today is like, it's no different from any other day. I, I, get, I get on these broadcasts and I just start talking. I really don't have anything pre-planned uh, to talk about, you know. And so I just get on here and just start talking. But today, ladies and gentlemen, I, I don't have anything to talk about. And I kind of attribute to, uh, this to yesterday because normally what I do is, you know, uh, I, I know a lot of y'all don't know what I do, but I'm a contractor or I'm self-employed, basically. And um, while I'm at work or whatnot, I just consume information. You know, it might be something about politics. It might be something about metaphysics. It might be something about pseudosciences, such as astrology, numerology, and all the other stuff. It might be something about the occult, which simply means that which is hidden, and all other type of information, ladies and gentlemen. Now, what you what, what I do not consume is information on sports, information on celebrity gossip, and things of that nature. So um, I don't talk about stuff like that. But today, ladies and gentlemen, well, because of yesterday, I don't have any ammunition <laughs> to bring in anything new, basically. I don't Because normally what I do is I consume information, and then I share that consumed information with those of you out there who are willing to listen to it. But because I didn't eat anything yesterday, I don't have anything to regurgitate out. So what I'm going to do today in this broadcast is just talk about... Uh, practical solutions or applications that you can apply to yourself um, to help you make some changes changes in your life, such as I've made. Um, I'm a vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian for three years now, and um, I used to smoke cigars, black and mouths. I stopped that cold turkey. I quit eating meat cold turkey as well, uh, and a lot of people are like, what do you mean you eating, couldn't, you're not supposed to stop cold turkey? Yeah, I know, but you know, I do stuff like this. And a lot of people ask me, like, well, why did you stop eating meat? Like, what was the purpose of you becoming a vegetarian? Was it for health reasons? <laughs> and I'm like, no, and look at my size. I'm like 5'6", five, 5'7", five, and weigh 150, you know? So it's definitely not anything about, you know, health. Well, it is health, but it's not like obesity or nothing like that. Um, I don't know who I was listening to. Was, like I said, I consume so much information. Sometimes it just kind of just blends in together. But I was listening to somebody. And they were talking about how, you know, if you want to make changes in your life, just sit down and do a little bit of introspecting and hold a conversation conversation with your older self. So, like, if you're 30 right now or 25 right now and you want to take care of yourself in the older, you know, before you get older. Just look at yourself when you're like 75, 50 years down the road or so and be like, okay, well, Jeffrey, 50 years from now, what can I do for you to help you, to help us out? You know, what can I do for us? I said you, right? <laughs> what can I do for us that will help us out 50 years from now? Let me know what you're going through, you know, as you're talking to yourself in the future. And your future self might say, well, you know, maybe you should have cut down on some of that processed food. Because, you know, now I'm dealing, I'm dealing with diabetes or high blood pressure, you know. And so by you looking into the future, looking at some of the potential 
health issues that you have, it's easier to make those changes if you love yourself. I always say that if you love yourself, because a lot of us don't love ourselves and it's not our fault. It's just that's a taught behavior. It's a learned thing. Society teaches us not to love ourselves um, so much so that. Well, I'll go into that later. I'm going to go into this tomorrow. I'll go. I'll talk about society teaching us not to love ourselves tomorrow. I want to mix these broadcasts together. But uh, becoming a vegetarian, like like I said, three years ago, actually, um, it might have almost to this day because we did it 30 days before Thanksgiving. What it was, me and my lady, we are. You know, I'm, I'm actually blessed to have you know the lady in my life that I have because we're both. Uh, on the same page We both think alike When it comes to Trying to reach our goals So One day I came home I already I had already stopped eating Pork Not my pork uh, McDonald's first The first thing I gave up Was McDonald's I'm like you know what I'm so tired of eating McDonald's burgers They nasty ass burgers They salty they don't even look like they real burgers. They thin. They the bread's thicker than the than the you know two two or three times thicker than the patty. You know like what what am I eating? You know, so I quit eating at McDonald's. I like I just boycott McDonald's. Just quit going. And then one day you know and my lady did the same thing because we do this we do stuff together. It's it's always easier to have a teammate when you got a person in your life who's not willing to support you or even. If they don't want to say if they support you, then it's good. But if they support you and go along the journey with you, then it's it's a lot. It's even better. But I came home one day from work and she was like, "Hey, do you want to do a thirty day no meat challenge?" <laughs> I'm like, "Hell yeah, let's go for it, baby. Hell yeah, let's go." You know, and uh, we did it. We did it. Like I said, thirty days before Thanksgiving, no meat. And on Thanksgiving. We went to family members' houses, and they were like, hey, we got Thanksgiving food, and, you know, and it looked good. I was like, man, this looks really good, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, I am I'm, I'm, I felt like I accomplished something. You know, I felt accomplished about something, so I was like, wow. I went 30 days without meat. I mean, I might well try 30 more days. It wasn't really that hard, didn't really think about it, you know, wouldn't have any cravings and nothing like that, so why not just push this till Christmas? She said, okay, sure, let's do it. You know? So, you know, the uh, on Thanksgiving, the hardest thing about not eating Thanksgiving food was the family. The family made it so hard to honor the choice, the lifestyle choice. You know, we heard stuff like, oh, it ain't going to kill you. Really, it is. <laughs> You're going to die from something, right? That's what they say. You're going to die from something, Yeah. You're going to die from something, but diabetes is a choice. I don't want diabetes. You're going to die from something, yeah, but high blood pressure is a choice. I don't want to die from high blood pressure. You know, so, you know, make better choices. And that's what I'm doing. But, like I said, certain family members don't see it that way. I've had, I have other family members, like I said, three years, ladies and gentlemen, three years. And I still have, I'm not talking about like distant relatives. I'm talking about immediate family members. Who don't even know I'm a vegetarian they, they still invite us over For you know holidays and stuff like that But they never accommodate For the lifestyle change It's like oh come over and you know Spend the whole day with the family Oh uh, we know you can't eat shit <laughs> But they don't worry about that 
You know, you gotta be supportive. Oh, be supportive. Man, it would be be great to be able to be supportive and have a full stomach, but it's kind of be it's kind of a you'll be a grouchy ass motherfucker, excuse my language. Uh, to go somewhere when everybody's all happy on a full stomach and all the thing you can eat is uh, mashed potatoes, if that, because everything else got meat in it. You got the green beans, got you know the ham and pork, pork in it. You got the got the pork and beans, got the pork in it. <laughs> you got the hamburger meat in it. Yeah, you, you got the greens. You got the meat in it. You know, so I was like, God damn, man, you got the the uh, the stuffing. They got the meat in. They got the chicken, the turkey and dressing. Got the meat in. Like, God dang, can I can a can a guy get something to eat? You know, and it's like. Hard, and now that I've been a vegetarian for three years, I've realized that the hardest thing about being a vegetarian is, like I said, I mentioned before, is family for one, and then for two is if you have to go out in the community to work. If you don't, if you don't work from home, so to speak, it's another. It's, it's hard to find great tasting food on the go. You know, fast food. Because, and I'm not talking about like McDonald's fast. I'm just talking about something that you ain't got to sit there and chop up. Because when you're vegetarian, that's the process. That's the most work. It's chopping the print, prepping the food. Prepping the food is the hardest thing about being a vegetarian. People are like, well, I can't eat meat. I can't just stop eating meat. <laughs> I don't know about that, Jeffrey. I just can't stop. You hear that word, can't? Uh, people say can't to me all the time. I can't do this. I can't. Like, well, damn. Well, can you can, can you spell can't? Yeah, I can spell can't. I can do that. Okay, spell it. C-A-N-T Hmm So Before you put that T on there Didn't you spell can So obviously you can You just don't want to do it Because You're teed off Right So ladies and gentlemen My advice for people today And in this broadcast Like I said I didn't have anything to talk about Just talking about being a vegetarian And the process of it And the difficulties of it and how you can become a vegetarian. You know, I'm gonna give before I get up off this broadcast today, I'm gonna give you a few ways of how I overcame some of my hurdles. Like I said, I'm talking about vegetarian right now, which was one of my one of my hurdles because I wanted to be a vegetarian before I turned 33. And uh, so at you know at 33, you know I I gave up. By the time I turned 33, I had already given up pork, and I already had given up a few uh, fast food restaurants because what I did was. I gave up the stuff that was easiest to give up first or stuff I did not really have um, a liking to. So pork, I wasn't ever, I never was a big pork eater, you know. So pork was the first thing I gave up because it was the easiest thing to give up. After pork, I gave up um, chicken. Yeah, I gave up chicken first. I gave up chicken because I ate more hamburger than I ate chicken. Uh, I ate more burger patties, not burger, but beef more than chicken, okay. And uh, so I gave up chicken next. And then after that, I didn't have to give up anything, guess, because we went on a 30-day challenge and we just went cold turkey. And uh, another reason why I went cold turkey um, on the meat, because uh, like I said, it wasn't for health reasons. It was because I wanted to test myself. I wanted to see who's in control. Who's in control? Is, am I in control of my body or is my body in control of me? And when I say me and body, I'm saying... Am I the body or am I the divine spark that operates this body? You see what I'm saying? Because I ask that question to people a lot too. Are you the body or are you the spirit? You know, which one are you? Well, people, I'm, I'm both. Well, you might you might be operating under both, but you're not really both. 
you're really just one aspect of yourself operating in another aspect at least to me because I feel like when I die my flesh is going to stay here I can't I'm not I can't stay here I'm an energetic I'm an energetic force so and all energy must transfer so because of that you know, I don't I don't consider myself the body. I'm a spirit having a human experience. So, you know, with that being said, with that with that type of perception, it allows me to make lifestyle choices or changes easier because I know that I'm not the body and the body just wants to experience different types of things. Like it wants to experience a new burger. It wants to experience a taste of that chicken. It wants to experience that new alcohol, you know, so. I don't, I'm like, okay, well, you might be able to do like a parent. You know, I'm the parent of the body. So I'm like, you can do that. Maybe you, or you can't do that. It's going to harm you and blah, blah, blah. All right. Um, and smoking. Like I said, I did smoke black and mouths. I quit smoking black and mouths. Uh, I smoked black and mouths. Never smoked my, my uh, younger years. I picked it up when I went to college. Uh, and the way I picked it up was because we were going to a party and someone asked me to champ or freak a black and mouth, which is basically what you're doing is you're taking the cigar or the tobacco out of the cigar, taking the filter paper out of this black and mouth and then restuffing the tobacco in there. Now, the purpose of that, they said the paper was the addiction paper, the nicotine paper or the cancer paper. All right. So the, pur- the purpose of that was to take it out to, I guess, bypass that. How true is that? I don't know. I was young in my dumb days, so I didn't really care about it. I was just going through the motions, basically. And I learned how to do this. And because I learned how to champ a black amount, I picked up a new habit, which was smoking them. And I smoked them from about 22 to about 28. So, yeah, about six years, right? And um, I just quit cold turkey because I realized that black amount started making me spit started giving me bowel movements and I'm like oh man I can't ah man I gotta stop doing this you know and when I was living in Louisville because I did live in Louisville when I was going to college up there um I was always with my friends so we were we would share packs of black and mouth so we would go to we would buy like two or three packs of black and mouth and we'd go through two packs and and that's a lot if you don't know about black and mouth that's a lot to go through all right but we were sharing them you know, and so when I moved down here where I'm at now in, in Tennessee, um, I I was no longer hanging out with the same people. So I no longer had the same um, habits as far as um, smoking that many, but I was still smoking them. So what I did was I started smoking like I started, I stopped buying them in packs and I started buying them singly one at a time. And from there, I started I started, you know, smoking a half a black a day. Right. And then I just one day I just got up and I'm like, you know what, this is this is really pissing me off. I'm I'm really tired of spitting like this. So what I did was I um, I bought a black amount and I didn't open it. I just set it on the dashboard. And I let it stay there so that I knew that, that way I knew I didn't want it. I mean I wanted it, but I, I knew what the purpose of it was why I was sitting there. And um, so I never smoked it. And I, it, it went stale, of course, because the sunlight made it go stale. So I definitely couldn't smoke it then. But and then I stopped thinking about black and mouse for a little bit, right? Stopped thinking about them, and the only time I started thinking about them were uh, was when I went to the gas stations, you know, or if I went to a club. That's definitely the only time I really thought about them when I went to the clubs. But uh, the way to get away from smoking, ladies and gentlemen, is, is if you go if you go to get your tickets from gas stations or the tobacco stores, don't go to those stores no more. If you don't go to the location, you can't get the fix, correct? Who's in control of you going to this store? You are. 
So don't go to the store. Now, if you do happen to go to the store and get gas and stuff like that, get your gas from the pump. Don't go inside to pay for the gas. Pay for your gas outside. That way you don't have a you don't have a choice, a chance to buy any cigarettes. You see what I'm saying? Just remove yourself from the environment and be able to have enough self-control to to control yourself from the cravings and replace it with something different. You know, such as a lot of people say, say chewing gum and stuff like that. I would say more like uh, read a book or if you have a habit of drawing or doodling or some type of talent that you have, replace it with that. Put the time into that talent. And every time you think about the habit, take that money and put it into a book. And, and, and say, okay, I thought about smoking or whatever the habit was on this day and it was going to cost me this amount of money. Put that money into the slot and do that just for a week and see how much money you have saved yourself for the week. And that right there might motivate you enough to want to stop smoking or whatever the habit is you have. Because what it, the truth of the matter is, no matter what habit or uh, addiction that you have that you want to fix, they won't be fixed until you want to fix them. All right. And you have to find the reward system that you feel comfortable enough with that will motivate you to want to actually go through these motions. But anyway, like I said, um, tomorrow we'll talk about the stuff I didn't talk about today. Like I said, I didn't really have any type of topics today. And so I just started talking about this stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, I have a lot of other information. Uh, you ladies out there and gentlemen out there have any type of broadcast topics you want to talk about, you know, leave a comment in this section, in this SoundCloud um, comment section down below or you can find me on my on my social ne- uh, networks facebook youtube twitter all these other places you can submit some questions or some thoughts of the day uh especially on twitter uh that way i can get it in real time and we can go from there ladies and gentlemen but until next time this is your host jeffrey stimulating thoughts initiating debates and always helping create a better way and if you did like this make sure you thumbs it up give me a thumbs up if you didn't like it thumbs down or you know just don't listen to me no more ladies and gentlemen you have a wonderful wednesday and i'll talk to you tomorrow Peace.